was with uh, a friend of mine. And we're hanging out and we're chilling. And he's like, so this is the day before I turned 30. And he's like, something happens when you turn 30. You just know. Like, that was the whole sentence. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That, that, that's nice. it, bro. That's all he said. He said, when you turn 30, you just know. You just know. Yeah. Just push the closer to you guys. I don't even know what that means but I, I, I you'll know when you know yeah you'll know when you when you turn 30 it's like no like when you turn 30 you just know I was like what do you mean he was like something happens and you just have uh, a higher level of consciousness about the world than yourself instantly it's like you sleep when you're 29 and then when you wake up like there's a new update in your mind <laughs> that's how he explained it and like I definitely feel that I was about to ask if you like know now he's right <laughs> no he was right like I definitely feel it man it's just that's like crazy. it feels like um, you finally know what you're supposed to be doing and like you have the answers to give to yourself instead of trying to find them in the world and I think that's what like your 20s the whole of your 20s is literally just like trying to figure out who you are and what your place is in the world you turn 30 and you're just like, okay, this is it. And then I'm going to decide. How to, do, how, to, how to get to like that. Yeah. Damn. I like that. That's dumb. How are your 20s? Wait, uh, it just hadn't been. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think early, early 20s were very like excitable. I wanted to like, because I, where I came from, like in Springs, and I got to Joburg, it was like a totally different like place mm. and my navigation around it was just so I was just excited mm. I just wanted to like see all these like beautiful women from Joburg I just wanted to like be in the club I, I, I wanted to I, I think experience what you're, you're told when you're a teenager you need to experience when you're early 20s like what you need to do where you need to go people you need to be around all of those things I think early 20s are like probably one of the most confusing times mm. Mm. I, I feel like I had with my emotions I wasn't honest with some of the things I went through a lot uh, Heartbreaks, hurting people And then you're like As soon as you turn 25, 26 You're like okay dude You're almost 30 You kind of like need to figure out how to like Navigate things better, what you need to do Do you have life cover All of these <laughs> things because You're normal on medical aid <laughs> You know, like when you get flu What are you doing? That is such an extreme uh, example. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have life cover? Uh, like, because I, I, I literally I asked someone the other day. I'm like, "Do you have life cover?" And they're like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "Damn!" Like, <laughs> we like my mom asked me the same question, and I was like, "She's like, well, what happens to me when I'm not here no more? Did you have life cover for me?" And I was like, "Actually, I really don't." And it's like. That's what you, at thirty you need to have that. That's like a thing. Like you can't be thirty and not have life cover because you're like, you know, moving. So I think early twenties are like just fun. It's exciting. You just want to figure things out. Things aren't connecting. You can try new ideas. Today you're a writer. Tomorrow you're a skater. The next day you're trying to be in blogs. 
or you you can do so much because you're trying to figure out and patch what makes sense and mm. then over 25 you're like okay what do i then need to do to then actu- actualize these things mm. uh hone it and then it becomes the whole 10 10,000 hours thing you're like what is it the one thing i'm putting into <laughs> that will lead me to 10,000 hours and it's like after 25 that's what things i, I believe the 20s become a little better i don't know oh also me <laughs> Um, yeah, I was like, I was very depressed in my early twenties, um, because at what basically what Tuba has experienced when he went to varsity, I experienced it from like grade ten, mm. so I started a little too early. So when people are like, oh, varsity's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's dope, and I get there, I think the boredom just made me like sink into that, like, oh, it's not that crazy. Damn. But it was crazy. It's just that I was doing crazy stuff since grade 10. So it didn't mm. mean as much to me anymore. So I was like very depressed. You know, when you're like, t- when you're in varsity, you think you're smarter than everyone. So everything is cynical and depressing. And it's just like a weird cycle of that. And then when I started working, I think that's when I started to figure out life when I left the house. Um, yeah, it started to like, make more sense at like 24 but that was also because i had like good mentors around me mm. so i was taught a lot of important things and then yeah i kind of balanced out at 25 but you know it was like a chilled vibe because i was obviously still with my friends messing around working where where i thought was my dream job mm. which was absolute rubbish place <laughs> and then um yeah, man. Yeah, then I don't know. My, it's been pretty, it's been quite balanced for me personally. Yeah. Or yeah. well, also because yeah, like I was obviously, I was, I, I was like, in my head, I was like, obviously, when you start something, you in your head, you're thinking in about a year or two, you're gonna be popping over. Oh yeah. You know. So oh was, yeah. I so think like our timelines versus the reality of what something yeah, will probably take are always so warped. Yeah. Very warped. Like so warped. Yeah, and it's yeah, and also just that realization of like I think twenty four to twenty seven, you're kind of realizing and like you're not as special as you think you are. You know, like uh, you you're not as you're not like uh, your experiences aren't unique. You start realizing that this is something a hundred thousand a million people have experienced. It's not an actual unique situation, and you're not like you're not very special. You're just a guy or you're just a girl trying to figure things out. And I realized that that I'm not like this golden boy. Because like from 20 to 23, you think you're like, yo, you know, you have a voice, you have some shit to say. <laughs> and you think you're just like golden, like, yeah, this going to work. And then you get there and you're like, it was dope, but hey, it didn't work. <laughs> and you just like carry on. Yeah. And you're just realizing you're not a special person. You're just like, if you work hard, you'll get something. If you don't, you won't. You get more pragmatic. So I'm like very pragmatic now at 29. If, yeah. if I do something, this happens. If I don't do something, that happens. It's really that simple. There's no, there's there's no room for miracle, even though it's possible. But the way I approach it, I'm just like, if you do it, get it. If you don't, you don't. You know, like you're contributing, but you're not the superstar or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Just a contributor and just accept that. And if it if you pop, that's great. But just approach it as a contributor and and then a difference maker or a, or an innovator. Just like contribute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have more fun that way. <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I think um, like, 
there's always a gap between what we think um, or how we think things are going to work out versus the way things usually work out. Because, like, the one thing human beings are really good at is lying to themselves. Like, we're really good at that. Like, is, we, we're exceptional at that. Is it lying to ourselves or is it being hopeful? Sure. Or, or, or is hope lying like, to yourself? Because, like, cause th- that's the thing for me is that whenever I think of situations or whatever, it's like a case of I want this thing to work out now because I'm hopeful that it will because it's like how you also envisioned it. Yeah. And then if that aspect of life is removed, if we cannot look ourselves in the mirror and say this is going to be a great day this week is going to be great I'm going to be blessed, I'm going to be all of these things and then it turns out to be one of the worst weeks of your life and this thing happened and someone hurt you, someone let you down and you're like damn yeah. we go again <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a good side and a bad side to it like, yeah, too light, too light yeah to like cause we have to <laughs> yeah you do have to you <laughs> have to it's it's a wild thing like if you tell yourself whatever you do that this thing won't work out the way that you wanted to you 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 essentially lose even before you already started cuz without that little lie yeah. <laughs> there's a developer that I, we used to work with and like this guy was 21 had been in a relationship with his girlfriend for seven years already, somehow. And, <laughs> and he was just, like, such a practical person. You know, like, when I asked him, hey, um, is this your dream job? He was like, no. I checked what jobs would earn me a certain amount of money at a certain age for me to achieve certain things. I'm like, okay, so what do you really want? He's like, no. I never want to work a day in my life. So I want to work as quickly as possible now so that I don't have to do this, like, in my 30s, in my 40s. Very practical guy. Got his job. He was like, okay, cool, this is great. I was like, do you love what you do now? He's like, no, it's, it's just work. I was like, okay. And then he got an offer to go to the UK and, like, become this, like, massive dev at, like, a unicorn startup and shit. And he made that decision based off of the fact that his girlfriend wanted to move to the uk so he had to go there and then if he works five years in the uk he'll come back and will never need to work again and i asked him like so do you believe in god like why are you doing everything that you're doing he's like i just want to be comfortable because nothing i do will ever matter like none of it matters like nothing you do will actually ever matter like you are a speck on the you know just the page of whatever life is you're so insignificant. Like, I always think about that and then want to ask people, like, why do you still do what you do, even with that reality being a possibility? But, but that, what he's saying goes both ways. Because if he says, we don't, if, you, if you say you don't matter, so I don't need to do ABC, that's valid. But if I say, but I'm doing ABC because it doesn't matter, you know, like, it makes it easier for me as well as my, to do it as well as it makes it easier for you to not do it. So if you say um, wanting to be a movie maker doesn't matter, you're kind of making it easier for me to still want to do it. Because mm. if it did, if it, maybe if I, if I approach in a way that it did matter for, you know, in um, my personal growth or whatever, I would be more anxious. 
But if you say means it doesn't matter if you become a movie maker, then I'm like, okay, so why not? You know, it, it's a it's a two way thing. Mm. You can you can you can use it to just be like, oh, that's exactly why I'll do it. Then you know, it's like I'm scared to do something. It doesn't matter if you do it. Oh, okay, then then I should do it because it doesn't matter. You know, like whether it happened or not, it means nothing to you, and that makes me makes me makes me feel less anxious. So I, so then I'm gonna do it anyway. You know, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, <sighs> because even when like um, if some Shit, I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do? Starving over there. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like what Tube was saying about saying you're gonna have a good week, right? Mm. Like, are you gonna have a today's gonna be a good day? Um, it's it's oh, it's it's linked to what you just said about what matters or not matters. Because if you say I'm gonna have a bad day, and let's say you say I'm gonna have a bad day, and your day becomes good, you have a good day. So even though you didn't care about having a good day, it still happened to you. Mm. So if I say I'm going to have a good day and I don't, it, it means the same thing. So when people say it, it, it when people say um, hoping something happens or this happens, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a waste of time because it's not going to happen anyway. But I'm like, how much time did you waste hoping something would happen for you? Like not much. <laughs> you know, you, you don't lose much sleep when you lose trying to get something. Then when you say I'm I'm a lose and then you lose you say you just you just want to be right you're just being egotistical but if I say hey man today I want to get paid I want to get that job or whatever the case is and then I don't get it I've lo- I haven't lost much saying I wanted the job you know uh, so might as well just be that guy <laughs> where is that guy now do you know I uh, know because he moved to the UK and oh. he's a very like. Don't build personal relationships. Just like, hey, man, I'm here to... I'm, I'm on a mission. Is he a hitman? He's <laughs> <do this. laughs> an agent, bro. Developers are your such mm. weird people, man. Like, very practical. Like, But is, is being practical good or bad? In that situation? Like, I actually think this man is with the person that he's with because there's math being done. Yeah. Not necessarily just... Oh man, I love you. But it's I love you and oh wait. You working towards you. yeah. <laughs> Let's see like where are we at? Oh cool. So, you know, they went to high school together and then they went to varsity together and she was studying accounting, he was doing computer science. So like there's le- like they're growing this thing. Damn. There's a mission here that is way beyond just like wait. oh, I really like you. Wait, so they but they both understand this mission or or no they or, have to. So no, they, they do. Both just no, there's alignment there. There's yeah, a there's chemistry like, there. There's an alignment there. It, it makes sense. Damn. It's practical. It's practical for me to be with you. And that's that's kind of tricky, man. It is. And <laughs> makes it, sense, though. I, I just wonder <laughs> if I, like, our emotions can either harm us or do us good in, in that case. Because how we approach things, sometimes we approach things with emotions yeah. and with whatever we believe and now if that is removed that does it make it like do do we become better no. if we're emotionless or, I don't know, man. or like the emotions then drive I, everything i think you become worse you know because because it's, it's like wasteful to live fully practically like as a, yeah no emotion yeah. You know? no man you bad. need love yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need like yeah, wonder yeah like i was like it's i was like talking to my mom yesterday about like discipline she sent me like a video and and I, and, I, and I liked the video I was saying I was like and I, I was telling her that I realized that even I was actually saying this to Tuba yesterday that my I can I can I can be in a bad mood and still have a good day 
because of my routine. Mm. Uh, you know, my the system at play like the, that's when you talk about practicality. You know, like mm. I hate going. I literally hate gym, but mm. I will wake up and gym at six in the morning because that makes sense to me to gym you know mm. like i know how like as in my metabolism is slowing down my stomach is coming out when i eat more so i should be i should be exercising because i don't mm. want to you know what i mean mm. so because of my routine i can have a i can be in a bad bad mood and have a good day so emotions matter but they can't like run your Everything. your your life in a mm. sense or run your change your disciplines or routines but you obviously you have every right to be emotional it's inevitable but just compartmentalize it a little better you know just for your daily routine just for your life to be better actually because you're gonna have more bad days than good days if you operating on emotions it's like you know what i mean like i'm so irritable i'd be grumpy all the all day <laughs> Because <laughs> everything irritates me, but it's like okay, I can I can get over this. Yeah, I think that you need a balance more yeah. than like one or the other. Yeah, like you need some practicality, but also some emotion. And 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 do do we, do we then believe that disappointment is an important thing? Yeah, in, what? In life. it's 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 not an. I don't I, think I, it's important. I, I don't want to say like important, like but yeah, it's necessary. It, yeah, like it's a necessary evil. You don't yeah, want it to happen, but there are instances where you think I deserve to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I deserve that W over whoever. Yeah, or what didn't happen. And then if you had gotten it, sometimes you would have done what you weren't ready for. Yeah. You know. So do we believe then that disappointment is like an important thing? Damn. I think. Everything in life is important. Like, especially when it comes to emotions, even heartbreak. Like, heartbreak is so important. I haven't experienced this myself yet, but even mourning is important. It shapes people differently. Like, emotions and experiences shape people differently. And, like, that's why no two people will ever be the same or experience something the same way because, like, it will change you differently, right? So, like, I think... You need disappointment, especially very early in your life. Like, be disappointed early in your life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was disappointed very early in my life. Like, and I think that was the most important thing that happened to me because I knew what that felt like. I wouldn't want something like that to happen to me at like 23, where like that's the first time, you know, you're supposed to be on something and, you know, you're supposed to be picked for some team or whatever it is. Or like you, you were supposed to get that dream job or whatever it was. And then you finally like don't get it. I don't want that. Like I think early is better. But but it, but that's true. But it don't like they won't stop. Disappointments won't stop. Like they, I, I think that something will always happen. Yeah. I guess maybe you're more experienced when they happen earlier. You're just like, yeah. oh, I know what to do here. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think they'll ever go away. Yeah. That's why even like the, when you say is it important, I'm like, if something is inevitable, like, can you still say it's important or must you just be, it's just there. Because <laughs> like, you know, in an ideal world, no one wants to be disappointed. But it's like, okay, it's just yeah. going to happen In an you. ideal world, you just want to live like, <laughs> I, like a, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, a happy life, but like a life yeah. content, re reduced of disappointment. So like, <laughs> if, if in a year, I'm bound to get like a hundred disappointments. I'd like to just cut that down. Like, cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I get to minimize it. Yeah, like less of it. Yes, but I, 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 but I, I think you're right in that instance where I, I was speaking to my friend uh, Bangy, the, the guy who owns Dead, mm. 
um, and I was speaking because I'd made like a status about my job, um, how off the pitch it kind of feels like like coming down from a high, and mm. everything you do now is just like rudimental. It's like oh, content crash strategy. It's not as exciting as like doing a pitch. Cause the pitch is like heavily involved. You're like ah, ideas, look and win. feel like. We gotta get this client. Like it's all this pressure. You gotta present this thing. This has to be a great idea. Your rationale needs to be dope. Your your presentation needs to be dope. Your approach to it, like the whole thing. And then when it's done, you do like this. Like it's it's just calm now. All right. And Bangy makes clothes. Mm. He's an, an entrepreneur in in essence because he sells clothes. All of these things. And I was like, sometimes I'd, I'd, a lot of creatives want to be in that situation where you you own your creativity mm. you pick the dates when you decide okay today i don't want to do nothing you don't mm. right and he was like i get that uh but sometimes the, the, the way the system is built is that if you don't start early when you start at a point where you've had a job for like five six years mm. you're paying for a car you're paying for rent it becomes a lot harder for you to leave that mm. because you know, mm. you didn't start when you when you were like a pedestrian, yeah, and you didn't face the disappointments of having your own company and yeah. trying to get into stores and all of those things. And then by the time I think I think I always look at like dead as like a thing where like I can see this thing really lasting because you've went through the stuff early, so you then know how to approach it a lot better when. You're like at the age and now you need to have the conversations with the people who own this and that. Because mm. you went through all the disappointments early. So mm. that's literally, that's why I, I think it's a really important thing that you said. Would you say pressure is important? <laughs> I would say yes. Like a life with no pressure I feel like would be, that's death. Yeah, I, yeah man, you need pressure. But the pressure we put on ourselves? Or the pressure Yeah, every, yeah all, all kinds of Like the idea of pressure basically I like it because <laughs> I don't know cause, because As humans we avoid Like not by default we don't want pressure Because yeah. we don't and do there's, disappointment And there's no <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think it's there's no sense of productivity And sometimes pressure can teach you Just you know How to just transcend a certain situation What so is the one thing be, you put pressure on yourself? For me, I have this, it's like, I just don't want to be, I have this weird thing where I just don't want to be a bum, you know, I just don't want to be a bummy type guy. So I just feel like I'm, even even at my worst, I still need to put myself together in some way or the other, you know, so I, I literally have like this, like I'm almost like I feel looking like a bum, like at yeah. all, or thinking like a bum, you know, so I always... That's why I always want to be productive in something. I always, I'm always trying to do something, you know. Like I, I was cooped up in my house, jobless, since April, and then I joined the gym because, not because I like the gym, because I just wanted to. I feel like to, to stimulate something. I don't know, you know. So, I just didn't. I put my. I, I feel. I always feel I'm like I'm not being productive enough, you know. Like or I'm not contributing enough. Like am I am I doing enough in this situation, whatever the situation may be. So I think that's something I put a lot of pressure on my on myself. What about you? It's kind of crazy. Um, you're talking about that pitch situation. So, having um, like the pitch being the high, 
Yeah. And then after that, everything just feels like, ugh, what are we even doing? I think um, in trying to find my place in the world, I try to like um, imagine a purpose for myself. Right, so like everyone thinks, you know, you're here to do something. And I think at the time, like I'd say five, six years ago, um, I was looking for what that was. So I decided that it was to help people. I didn't even know what that meant. And I think that's the biggest pressure I put on myself that I'm really trying to get rid of as much as possible. It's like, I want to help people as much as possible even in situations where I shouldn't be or that's probably going to end up with me in a bad situation something like that and I've noticed that sort of high situation when you do help someone and then after that you just like go on to trying to find the next person that you need to get your high from and like okay cool we should again and it's like at that point, it's not even a genuine pursuit then. Because, yeah. like, why are you really doing this? Who's it for, really? Yeah. Why did you want to help people? What made you, what sparked that? I don't know. I thought, like, um, man, the world is such a shit place already. Yeah. Like, why not one person try and, like, do something good? That's very noble. <laughs> You're so noble, nigga. No, no, like I like, that, like though. I think nobility has different approaches. Yeah, so, you know, just like intelligence is yeah like, diverse. Yeah, like yeah. him being noble and you being noble, those things can coexist. But then the way we express it, Types. yeah, like, and I don't even like people like that. but but i'm not saying i'm not saying if i can i wouldn't help a person right but it is like i think it's also how you can like i remember like with the community we have for like the events we do i'd put up like tp on like yeah like that's like my form of like what can I do yeah, yeah. in in my situation and then that then helps someone, you know, be where they want to be or and I think obviously you do more if you can do more. Mm. Um and in some situations it's also like you do good because also you want good to happen to you. Yeah. Like we we never want to inherently admit that. Where it's like I'm doing, you know, oh, I'm gonna do this great thing. Cause, you know, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back. Yeah, hopefully, because also that's low key a fucked up way to think. Because you're like, if I think that way, then maybe things, good things are gonna happen because I'm only, yeah. and you're like, actually, no. And you're usually disappointed a lot of the time. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why I, I always like, I'd always ask people if they, like, they think they're good people. Yeah. Sure. Cause then, like everyone thinks they're good. Yeah. Wait. So you just go around asking no, 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 people I, I this philosophical. To, like, I used to like. <laughs> but do you believe you are a good, good person? person? Yeah. We thought about that. And I was like, it, we all want to say yes, because no one wants to be a bad person. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> no one wants to be seen as a bad. person Yes. Right. Yeah. But then, what then defines good and bad? Because we we are the ones who 
then the ones who are the instructors of like what we deem good and bad. Yeah. Because yeah. and in that situation, you're judging yourself yeah. on your own yes. criteria. Yeah, also. Like, so <laughs> you're giving yourself a score. You give yourself yeah. like the criteria. Yeah, like, oh like, no. By my measure, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely like a, 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 you know, a, good, a good enough person. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I remember, and that's when, when I was like a lot younger. I think I was a really shit human being. Mm. Like even <laughs> early twenties, I wasn't an, an, an abs- in your head. Yeah, like, no, like even like just the stuff I was doing, like uh, like the people I used to hurt, the, the actions I took. I was like, you're really like a fucked up human being. Kind of a, like kind of you're like ass, a bit right? of an ass. Yeah. And I, I think that's why It's always wild, wild to me when, when women are like You're actually like aware of things I'm like I'm aware of things Because I know how things affect people yeah. A lot of people Don't know what their actions do To other people And they're not considerate of that fact And whenever you Are a person Based on, on your scale You're like I don't like this thing It does not feel good to me mm. Right, and then you're like, how can I help the situation? Because we we obviously want to help the situation because we're part of the situation. Mm. And then sometimes the execution comes off a little, a, a, a little awful, a, a little good because also you're you're also doing this thing based off emotions because you want to be feel good, you want everything to be good. Yeah. And then like the the navigation of that, then I think for me discerns whether or not you're a good person or not. Whether or not you are really genuine of what you're trying to do, whether or not you want good, or whether or not you are trying to be helpful, I think we sometimes put so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain type of person, to be a certain type of way to people, you know. And I think what then matters the most is who are you to yourself. Yeah. You know, because I think that's why. I, I like being away from like social media sometimes kind of like but how much worse do you think social media has actually made it though because um, like wow. <laughs> i feel like now you know i always think our parents had it good because they didn't know what someone in new york in you know brooklyn in whatever apartment was doing or like what their bedroom looked like mm. You have instant access to anywhere in the world right now. But that for me is not even the main issue. The issue is just the the thoughtlessness of people's comments. That's like the biggest issue, you know, like Twitter. People just spew, people man. People just say yeah. stuff, you know. <laughs> They just stay. And stuff. these are people who believe they're good people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true, man. Like, especially in a South African context, like the things South Africans say just to come off as funny or try to be edgy. Like, you know, I've always advocated that South Africa is not a funny country. Like, we're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I see it all the time. I'm like, you guys aren't as funny as you think. Why? You, why would you laugh at that? You know, like, um, and I think, and I think the like, for example, like. Sometimes, sometimes you, the reason I say that is because I've seen a lot of situations where, especially dudes on Twitter, they use comedy like to indirectly like inflict an element like of violence. You know, like there was a skit that where a guy, you know, like there was a skit of like a dude who, who, who snatched like a McDonald's burger from his girl because she was like, "No, I'm on my period" or whatever, right? Um, it's almost like, "Oh, I came here to fuck, but you're on your period, so give me my burger." You know, that whole thing, and and I could see by the skit like the guy. Like he really thought he was doing something funny. Like in his, like you know, he was like, "This is funny." He wasn't even like, to him, it wasn't even like, 
I'm, this is going to piss women off. To him, like, I think he thought, like, yo, this is some funny shit. And that's why I have an issue, because, like, sometimes people who aren't funny, who are being entertained, it can translate to very weird things happening, like that. So he's not even realizing he's being violent, but he's so convinced he's being funny. Um, and that's why I hate South African comedy, and I just don't think no one in this country is as funny as they think. It's actually awkward, you know, like, because... We sell this idea that we are a laughing comedic nation. Like, oh, it's, we hide the pain with comedy. I'm like, but the comedy sucks. <laughs> so it's still pretty painful right now. You know? um, but, you know, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I don't like social media. That bravery bothers me. And I see it even with my little brother. He, he's a bit cheeky on Twitter. I'm like, bro, you need to relax. Like, it's, 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 it's getting weird. And he grew up in that era. So mm. I don't like that, that confidence. It, it can get very, like, weird very quickly, you know. But yeah, that's kind of my issue with that. Yeah, it's an excitable platform. Yeah. Is that the only one you don't have a you have a problem with? I, I really love Instagram. I think Instagram is like such a. I, it's wholesome. <laughs> I don't think it's wholesome. I, I think I don't have to see people think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, see yeah. you live your life. Yeah. I see where you are. I yeah. see you so happy. It's more mellow. Yeah, like. I don't wake yeah. up and, and see that you hate your job <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. I, I don't feed off your energy yeah. like mm. that. Yeah, and I think that's why I, I, I always admire people like you. And I'll see how many people you follow. And I'm like, this is a crazy amount of people <laughs> to have so oh, many different opinions. Because I, I remember like when I was like, like when, when early on in my Twitter days, I, I literally followed like very, very little people, like a lot less. People are like, why don't you want to follow us? I'm like, it's not that I don't want to follow you or whatever. I just don't want to see what you're thinking every day. Mm. And I remember one dude who I like really, really cool with um, unfollowed me on Twitter. And then I asked him, like, yo, dude, I thought we were cool. Like, what's up? And then he's like, you have my number. You don't need me to follow you on Twitter. And I was like, shit, you're my homie. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, it's, you're touched right now, but doesn't mean much yeah like <laughs> we're speaking in person you have my number if you want to reach out to me <laughs> you can yeah you know and i think i was like damn this is crazy but on his timeline he just wanted a certain type of way because you you control on on on, on, on any basis you, you curate your life the way you want it to be how you the type, the type of snacks you eat the type of water you eat the type of Anything, the type of fruits you eat, what you like, what you don't. And I think that's what you should do with your social media as well. Mm. You need to discern, okay, she's fly, but do I want to see what she's thinking? No! I'm going to just go follow her on Instagram. <laughs> that's literally what it is. Like, yeah. you decide that because if, when you see someone's opinions on, and, 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 and I think about Twitter, when you have it, you just like, it's easy, you just scroll. Scroll, yeah, scroll, scroll. Oh shit, that happened today? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what happened? Yeah. And you know, th th that accessibility to people's lives, thoughts, and everyday occurrence things is, is also very good and also scary. Mm. Like, I, I know someone who, if I want to know what happened to them in a day, I just go Check. on their Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Can find people like that as well. That's like, for me, that's. that's to give that access to a mashuru or a menzi or a tube that easily can can either work or or, or it can't. Yeah. And, and I and I need to decide whether or not I wanna see that. 
because it, it then also affects my day. Because if you hate your job, I'm hate my Because <laughs> <laughs> we both, I was trying to convince yeah, myself. Like, <laughs> I was like, you. maybe I shouldn't. And you're like, ah, gotta get this bread. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't want to get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> and like, with, so for me, Twitter became a job a long time ago. Like, I stopped enjoying it a very long time ago. Like, right now, it's all just... It's work, man. There's nothing about it I actually enjoy. Instagram, I've been playing with, but I don't enjoy it either. Why I think not? TikTok is, like... TikTok is the, the last remaining democracy on the internet. I'm so scared of joining TikTok. People say TikTok is amazing. Man. I think TikTok is, like, the last remaining democracy. Because with every other platform... So, I always think... What's wrong with the platforms is not necessarily the people that are on it or what they do on there, but like what the platforms incentivize. So the things that Twitter incentivizes is people being very open, like what you're talking about, where someone will share everything about themselves, um, but also being very ugly or like polarizing. Mm. Like Twitter encourages that like, and like it incentivizes you that. You need to have an opinion. Yes, like you... And Are you for something or you're against something? <laughs> <laughs> and it almost feels forced at that point. But because that's how the platform is built and what that's what it incentivizes. And when people go on there and they start to go and try and be more edgy and more edgy and like try and get as bad as they possibly can be, it's because that's what the platform... That's how the platform is designed. Because mm. most people gravitate towards like the bullshit the controversy, the shocking shit that's happening in the corner of like Twitter somewhere versus Instagram, which is more just like, it's also not necessarily the most authentic. <laughs> I like authenticity is such a tricky thing now. I'm not even sure what it is anymore. Cause I don't think anyone's being honest anymore, <laughs> especially not on social media. But TikTok is a weird, like, democracy where, like, people just enjoy doing it. Like, when last did you actually enjoy being on a platform? Like, you genuinely just enjoyed being there. Like, you might not be the most popular, you might not have the most followers, but you genuinely just enjoy it. (laughs) Like, you're like, oh, wow, I am having fun right now. When when last did you feel that? (laughs) Sure. I I mean... Does YouTube count? Yeah, it's a platform. I feel that way on YouTube. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel love that way on YouTube. I've, I've been on YouTube a lot, a lot more these last couple of months. Like, yeah. nice watching videos, interviews. Mm-hmm. That shit. You control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Put this in my feed. Interests. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's cool. Yeah. I, I definitely. YouTube is fun, man. You discover yeah. a lot of the world through YouTube. Have you guys ever like mm-hmm. been on Discord? Yeah, yeah, I use, oh, well, I was on, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, not, not, um, I didn't use it for what it's created for, I used Discord because when I was gaming, the people I was gaming with, we talked on Discord, oh, yeah, you could connect okay. your mm, Discord shit. and talk while you're gaming, uh, yeah, so I use it for that, but I never use it for its actual intended purpose, because I heard it's like a ginormous yeah, like, community, you know, you just, on one place, and if, if, if I'm like a, like a podcaster, Put a little camera and we podcast, and people watch your Discord live. Yeah, like so it's like Twitch. Yeah, it's like a Twitch. Yeah, that type of thing. Mm, and it's yeah. like 
But it's audio, isn't it like an audio driven? Yeah, it is. Also, yeah. I know like that's what they do with like people in uh, part of selection that like do when pandemic was still strong. They do. <laughs> what do you mean when it was still strong? Nah, so, like, <laughs> early lockdown was a different time. <laughs> we wouldn't even be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man, when we still didn't know what this virus was about, <laughs> that, that was one of the like craziest times. That was the weirdest time in, in anyone's life, I'm, I'm sure. Never. Anything like that. That's, I don't think anyone <laughs> felt like this was normal. It was insane, dude. None of it made sense. Like <laughs> for me, it was it was hard. To, for me, it was when the when the sports were shutting down. I was like, okay, this is serious. Like yeah. NBA was like shut down. Everyone was like, okay, wow, this is because at first I'm like, oh yeah, Corona, you know, conspiracy theory. Ah, they're just trying to get us. The guys at the top, oh, and then the guys at the top starts like falling apart. I'm like, okay, damn, this is actually quite hectic, man. Like, yeah. They're closing some serious businesses here, you know. Cinema is dead as we know it, or well, it's like in a coma as we know it. You know? Yeah. Um. So it's like, yeah, it was quite a quite a crazy time. That's why it's when it was still strong. Mm. Now, now we're still feeling the effects. I mean, Stoke Chemical's not filling up, and everything is open. You know, like they. What do you think, up. like? What happens if there's no staircasing court? Like, do movies die? Because um, I genuinely, I think the world will be so much less without cinema, man. And in that experience, experience, yeah. So like, yeah, you can I, watch something on your laptop now. You can watch it on your phone, but like, it's not near. Like, and we all laugh at a joke, <laughs> yeah, and then someone comes exactly. in. Like, I, I, when a, a Black Panther dies, came out, we all went to the cinema. Like, and that was. Yeah. A, an experience like yeah, we were yeah. capping hands with people coming on scene. Exactly. <laughs> you like, like it was the, a lot is lost. Yeah. Some people make movies for cinemas. You know how you know some people make a movie for cinemas. You know, like like yeah. Tenet. He was like, no, you have to, you have to go to the <laughs> cinemas to see this because if you're watching it on your screen, you're not gonna ex- you're not gonna experience what you need to be experiencing because mm. my creative involves a cinema. It didn't involve an iPhone, and it kills the whole experience. You know, that's why like. People have a conversation about how if movie reviewers still have credibility, and it, my my personal answer is no because um, you know when people say a movie is bad, I don't trust them anymore uh, because I don't know what you were doing when you were watching that movie. Could have been making popcorn, <laughs> chatting on Twitter. Could have been on Twitter. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this movie is boring, you know. So I don't trust an opinion anymore because I don't know what you were doing. It's like when someone was like, a movie that's really great was boring. I was like, ah. Uh-uh. Can't you can't see that? You know, like because I just don't know what you're doing when the if you went to the cinema and said this movie's boring, I'd be like, damn, you might be right. Because mm. sat there, rumors, dark phones off. I'm I'm concentrating. But if you're telling me a Netflix show is whack, I'm like, mm, I'll see. I'll watch it first because I just don't know what you're doing while you're watching the show. You know? Yeah. 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 And like, how 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 how? In terms of music, don't you feel the same? Like the experience of music, I feel like there are some. Some some music that is just made to be enjoyed, not with earphones in the house. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I I I think it's very difficult difficult to say in South Africa because I'm a piano still like rocking like, <laughs> the hood and shit like that. And and I always say that something you hear at home and when you hear at a groove. Are two different, two different things. things. You mm. can find like one song. I've played the song a thousand times, born and now, and then you see that shit drop. It's a different feeling. Yeah. Mm. I think the people who are feeling it the most are live artists. Mm. 
I think they, their style, especially like the like the American ones, Indie guys, well. yeah, Indie like the, the performing touring, touring guys. Yeah. That's what albums were made for. Mm. We're not performing this like, damn, I made this album and no one is, <laughs> is seeing it. Yeah. You know that I think. Like music in itself, like stuff that you hear and the stuff that you can hear in like a club or whatever, that uh, you can get away with it, especially in this country. Because mm. we, uh, <laughs> we're rocking, mm. you know. But I think live music, live festivals, bands, that is, yeah. And, and, and that thing is like a very difficult thing to like translate in different situations. Mm. You try, and, but it just doesn't connect the same. You know, because mm. the experience of I can just go anywhere I want. I don't have to have a mask. I don't have to. It's free. I can. I can be next to Menzi. I can be next to a hundred people without feeling uncomfortable mm. or scary or feeling like if I go home today, I can kill someone. Mm. You know, and I think that element now being added is like I, I do believe when this thing is or however when, when it becomes a lot less. Like people are always speaking about, do you think the Roaring Twenties are gonna come back? I'm like, guys, <laughs> oh yeah, gonna, like, no people. I feel like people are gonna be unleashed. It's gonna be It's It's already happening. It's slowly like, creeping in. Yeah, like people are like going out because they're like, I gotta go out. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Like, come on. I keep saying, I feel, I feel like people are are tired of this now. Yeah, they're so over it. Mm, like people are. It's like, look, I know, yeah. could probably die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, let the chips fall where they. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably die, you know, and like it's gonna be uncomfortable, but. Kind of sit here and and no, and not know, <laughs> you know. Man, yeah. like, how many months, bro, Dude, has this been? Yeah. And at some point, someone said this was supposed to be twenty-one days. What's up? <laughs> We're on like three hundred and something now. Yeah. And you kind of you're starting to see just like the the impact of like this whole period, where like I feel like people's mental health is like way worse now yeah. than ever. Like that lockdown that I remember spending, I think I spent the first forty days alone, and man. Yes. Day 15, I was like, no Ooh. fucking way. <laughs> that was like the wildest like time in the world. And like, I wonder if we prepared for what comes after this. Yeah, I always think about What that, comes yeah. after though? Like, like the surge in activity. No, I think what the world looks like. Because we knew what the world was. Mm. Right? Or that's what or, we had an idea. <laughs> of, what, of what the world was What we think it was always going to be yeah. But that changed And it's like What happens next What happens next to humans Like how do we react What, think, are, what are things that like You used to do before lockdown And before this whole thing That you just can't believe now Going to work every day <laughs> I cannot To go to an office I can't believe that is a a thing that makes that's, sense to people. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that'll come back. Eh? Like I, I have a feeling that's one thing that will stay. Like I, 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 for me, dude, 
it it works. That's the thing about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, working like, from home works. Like, my mom works from home. She's like, that's working. <laughs> You're productive. Yeah. You're like, like, we're more disciplined. It's just like happening. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So, I think that's going to stay. I hope it stays. Because you can make so much money as a company. How if, flipping if you, unbelievable is that? It's crazy. Man. <laughs> Every fucking day. <laughs> And my, my new job is also remote. It's not coming into the office. It's just like, yo, man, here's your deadline. I wanna, you know, like, just... You know how much... And I remember there was a report of how much a company saved. Yeah, they saved crazy From, like, travel, money. all of those things, because they're like... Man, we were... They just they crazy gotta amount. call them I, in. <laughs> and we talk, and we can present. Dude, I'll give you an example. Like, I'm an editor, like, my profession, like, video, and the... The job spec for this gig I got, they say, must have a Mac internet final cut, right? And then say your rate. So imagine if they were offering me the job, but wanting me to come into the office. I don't have to have those things. I just have to come with my skill set. Mm. So they're going to have to provide a desk, final cut, a Mac. <laughs> they don't have to provide any of that. Yeah. They don't have to provide any of that for me. They say, there's no medical aid. You're on retainer. Here's your rate. You're getting paid. But don't you figure out your workspace? Just deliver. Like imagine, think, and then they ha- and then they hire ten of those guys. So imagine how much money is being saved just by that process. Yeah. You know, just you know, it's like crazy, man. So but it has it, has it been good for you though? Um, so for me, lockdown has it's been good and bad, um, because good because I thought I thought twenty twenty was gonna be like a great year for me, mm. um, and it obviously just went to. I feel like everyone was was shit. excited about twenty twenty. Dude, like, like I was preparing to have like there was so much energy in the air. Bro. <laughs> I think I think you, that's why things went left. Ooh. There was too many people lying to themselves at the same time. <laughs> too much hope in the air. So much energy, bro. In the air. bro. Jan Feb, terrible. I was like, oh, yeah, I was yeah, like. Yeah. I remember like the guy DJ with Nell. I was like, that's gonna be our, our best it's year. Be our best <laughs> things were starting to align. Things oh my that God, weren't bro. aligning I last swear. year. I was I like, swear. this is bro, it, bro. I swear, this is it. And it just like, yeah. It's just, it's just there was just something in the air, bro. <laughs> the first two months of 2020, it just felt like everything was possible. Yeah. And someone was like, nah, no. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think last year was like. A transit, it was some sort of transition, like for me, like it made me realize that you like officially like an adult. Like things were happening that make you realize that hey man, you actually old, hey. Oh yeah. That, that dude you used to watch is is dying of cancer because he's ninety, you know. And then mm. all of you know, just a lot of realization that oh, you're at that point in your life, like well, because even when like last year when when our friend died, my dad called me and he's like, oh damn, that's where you at now. Like your homies are there. Oh, damn. like it's almost like he's lived. It he was knows, like a stage. He knows that he's like, oh man, wow, you're already there, man. You've grown. Your your, your homies, your uh, homies. Sure. Oh man, this is it's just you know you're at a certain part of life, you know that. Mm. Yeah, and that's and I think that's what 2020 felt like. Like man, I think it's like I need to realize I'm I'm all I'm a grown up, and these things happen where right? you just didn't expect to happen. That show ends, and you're like, really? That that could end, or that person dies. Like, oh, he can die. He's old now. You know, like it, that's that's kind of what was happening last year on top of the pandemic. You know what I mean? So that's the realization. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just, I have to accept, we have to accept we're adults now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of felt like a, a fast track. Here. Yeah, like, you know. Like, yeah. like, so many businesses weren't doing things that oh, would never, we'd, we'd never need a website. We never, we'd <laughs> yeah. <come> to, yeah. <laughs> we're in South Africa. People yeah. just always come to our store. They're like, yeah. It I'm needs like, to happen. Yep. 
I'll tomorrow. Flip the switch it tomorrow. needs to happen. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, 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 it felt like a... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you come it's, alive it's now. But, like, now. what's the impact of that? That's because cool. it feels like we squeezed probably, like, three, four, maybe even five years of growth in, in one year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? What does that do to you then? Because, like, there's no way we can be okay and normal. Yeah. Especially after this experience. Like, that much growth, that that fast, can't be a good thing. It feels like... Yeah. I don't know. It is. Pressure. <laughs> Pressure is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to make us live better. You know, like, as in... You know, like... Do, do we become like, better human beings? I don't... Uh, yeah, <laughs> as a whole, maybe, but like live better in the sense that, like, for example, I think working from home is gonna stay. Mm. Um, and when you do that, it just forces you to live better, like to you know, it's basically saying, okay, you are complaining about all these structures, right? Because <laughs> now, now I'm removed, and now you can, you know, you have the brain to build the t- the life you would like, and and that's what these oppor- the I won't say opportunities, like, but like the situation you can create a situation where you can start building a life you want. Like, I, I if I. If, Pre-lockdown, I wouldn't be this dedicated to gym. I would never be this consistent. That's actually mm. true. You I would bad never be this consistent. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, lockdown now it forces you to create a routine. Like I was saying, like now I like routines because of lockdown. I never had a routine before lockdown. Mm. Now lockdown forces you make a routine. Otherwise, you'll go crazy, you know. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. So there is a lot of good for us that will come out as as just individual people, possibly, and it will give us a lot more room to live. Um, yeah. Given that we don't just revert back <laughs> to you know pre-lockdown, yeah. what do you hope um, changes in people? For me, yeah, I always um, hoped that like, which obviously didn't happen, but I hope that this whole thing would like make people more empathetic, like be genuinely understanding of other people, and like really putting themselves in the situations and being able to go, you know what. Um, I'm going to be kind, like in whatever way possible. But what that's you've actually that's seen that's is a like ask, a reversal. Yeah, I was, like that's a big ask for people, to, for humans. I know, but like we had the shared experience. Yeah. We were all in the house. Yeah. We were all, you know, you couldn't buy whatever. Like <laughs> there was a, a dumb period where you couldn't yeah. buy pie. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's so, those like where everyone was complaining and everyone was just like, "Wow, guys!" And then. The TikTok started and then people were baking pies. What were they baking? Banana, Banana bread. bread. Banana bread period. And then that like uh, Michael Jordan documentary period. Yeah, dance, yeah. Like we had the shared, shared experience. So I thought that because of that, a lot more people would have more empathy with each other in like for good. But uh, yo, nah, man. I, I, you know what I say? Like I think you and I, it's an inherent thing. We, we, we give people too much credit. Mm. We, we, we believe that things can change because we can see something that, uh, that then affects us to allow us to change. And then you'd be like, oh, man, man let's change some shit. Don't, mm. you, you should, you know, but don't give people too much credit. Yeah. I think, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's like, a yeah. lot to put on yourself and on them. Yeah, you know, I always be like, if you, I always said, if you want to, you will. 
Yeah. It's as simple as that. No one will fo- if if we are fun, <laughs> you will do that thing. Yeah. Situation, all of those things. I've seen people people try help them be better people and all of these things and all of that. And it's like this person just doesn't want to do that. Yeah, mm. But I think we should expect at, at least expect mindfulness. It would be nice. Yeah, mindfulness. Would, would, we, be nice. yeah, would be nice. Would be nice. Am I am I expecting it from a lot of people? No, not really. <laughs> See, mindfulness is possible. Kindness is a big one. But you can be anything as long as you're mindful. It's like, okay, yeah. this is just a mindful person. Yeah, you yeah. don't like him, whatever, but always oh, mindful. Just be mindfulness is just like very important. It's like to me, you know. And but yeah, kindness now nah, is a big one. Eh? What do you think? Um, what do you hope will change for people in people? Well, I mean, in general. Oh, in general, um, I I just hope that like. Like I said, I hope I hope we we live better, as in like we don't take those things for granted. Like, mm. um, like for me, I'm I'm now at a point where there's certain things I don't take for granted, like I used to. You know, like I enjoy chilling with like friends. Like that's like always an event to me. Like oh yeah, cool chilling, perfect. You know, because of yeah. So just being more present. Just being present. Yeah, like I, that's what I, that's what. Yeah, I'm I think I, and I'm enjoying that right now. Where it's like you, I could have a really hectic, stressful day where I'm like taking L's. But like I'll be like, damn, tomorrow, man. I don't know. You know, like I'm always excited. Like I, I don't get demoralized easily because I'm always present. Like oh, at least I tried. You know, like oh shit, uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't leave it. I didn't. I didn't give up. I was like oh, I tried it. I was was like next day. I, then I get it right. And then another problem comes. You know, like but if you're present, you're just very accepting of that. Like oh, yeah. this is just it is what it is, and we're gonna keep that moving. You I kind of I kind of yeah. feel like that's what's happening. A lot of people are like a lot more present with things. Yeah, they're, they're doing things with people. Mm. You're sharing. You're, your time, you're like, I gotta see, I gotta mm-hmm. see men's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have a picture of, with so and so, you're like, we're, we're doing things a lot more deliberately. Yes. Mm. I have to see MASH. Yeah, it means something. Yeah, like, when you, when you said, um, tell me which date I can see, I'm like, let's do it this day. It's like, yeah. you gotta do it, because in two weeks' time, some, some shit could happen, mm. and you're like, I, I can't, I can't see, like, I, I the other day I told you I don't even know who I'm bringing mm. they said I'm like I'm bringing Menzi mm. you know those things happen because of the allowment of being present I, I saw that because I, I was with him yesterday and I'm see you I, mm. I saw this nigga on Saturday as well mm. and I was like but I'll see you again like like when you make time for things I think that's one thing I definitely always want to be the case whether I can go overseas or I'll have more time to do things the, the time I want to spend, I want to make sure I spend it where it makes sense, yeah. where it, it, it fills me. Mm. More sensitive. Yeah, to like it's, it's, like, it's... Yeah. And that's what I like. I've noticed that yeah. a lot of people are like that now. It's like, man, this, everything means something to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I can do this all day. Yeah. Do you guys want to smoke quickly? Crazy. Oh, but I'm, the thing is strong, man. <laughs> okay. We do also need to like plan to eat. Yeah, I think. You guys let me I'll, know. I'll I'll t- I'll say three o'clock. Okay. Let's do a foundry. Foundry. I'll say foundry. Okay. Cool. That's a good place. I think they're that. I think they have his dollar. So you guys are going to foundry at three. Yeah, just to just to eat and cool. link up for. So I, I think I think we can do like another more thirty more minutes. Cool. Because we have to fetch Kelly. Cool. Oh, Kelly's close to Foundry. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. mm. Rosebank. Uh, Foundry's not 
Rosebank. Yeah, just before Rosebank, that road. Uh, yeah. It's like Park Tunnel. Park Tunnel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, you're right. He's like, because Parkhurst is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Me, myself. I actually um, fucking hate Josie's um, food scene. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever oh, been to Um Yeah. A bunch of times. Oh, okay, cool. But um, I've always gone there for work, so you've never really had the experience is like has been short lived. But <clears throat> enough, I've had enough like food experiences in Cape Town, like where it was just like in the CBD even, like yeah. before you go into like really nice areas. And it's so cheap, and it's it's way cheaper. Yeah. But it's also way better. Yeah. Because they're competing with, with so, so many, many people. Yeah. I remember like we went to like some place now, and I when we were there for like. Mm. We literally went to like this looks like another place in like Melville. Mm. And the experience was amazing. The alcohol like was cheap. Mm. It was like and I was like, this looks like someone thing that we would own. <laughs> 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 so my my rule is like simple food made well. Yeah. Like I, I like restaurants that have simple food made really, really well. What's your worst restaurant in Joburg? Oh marble. What? I've got that on deck right now. Right. Damn, I've heard like I thought Marvel's lavish. The no, it's lavish. The art gallery. It's, it's, it's the art very gallery beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I heard it's like man, you. It's really like beautiful. Expensive. It's no, it's, it's expensive and beautiful awesome and like sucks. amazing service. <laughs> Everything is great. Just suck though. But the food is terrible. Apparently, it's already small. No, it so wasn't even small. Shit. Boy. It was just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. I think I had my best one yesterday. No, Sunday. Um, olives and plates uh, in Parktown. Olives and plates is a really sort of thing. It's, it's so really insane. Been, like um, DSTV, when we like, like the agents I used to work for. Oh, olives and plates is like the people who make food for people at DSTV on an everyday basis, oh. and the food is. Oh, so they have their own restaurant as well. Yeah, yeah. like it's and then they go into like different spaces. Yo, ah, they right. are sure. Damn. It was insane. Like, and the thing is, like, I had very low expectations. Like, it was just like a mm. Sunday lunch with a friend, and like, she was like, "No, let's go to Olives and Plates." I was like, "Isn't that the restaurant that was at um, Wham?" Mm, yes, yes. But I never ate the food, so I was like. Whatever, and then we got there. And like, yeah, like you're right. Was it Wham? What's Wham? Everything. Uh, it's Arts Museum. Museum. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, that place. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. I see. But, sure, that was good, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. Like you know, you like, wow, I am pleasantly surprised. And like also <laughs> that's like, a, that's an amazing good, feeling. Good value as well, yeah. right? Like prices as well. Yeah. Have, have you ever been to the, the Salvation Cafe? Yeah. For Is breakfast. That, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I like them. No, the one four forty four stand. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the best breakfast joints. Do you like that joint? Uh, that's, <laughs> that Linden place also though. The, the whippets. Oh, no, there's there's a place in Linden Not called the the, the Fat Zebra. The fat Zebra, yeah. At what? Great breakfast place. Wow, amazing. Really? Great breakfast. <laughs> like Linden Loki Bang. Like oh no no Linden <laughs> I know like. Thing is, I, I, you know what my my things with Joburg right? I do believe they are good food places, right? Yeah. I just don't think there are as many, like the big ones, your La Bacaria. Mm. I think the food is just really okay. Mm. I think it's right. You think the food is really okay? No, I agree with him for La Bacaria. <laughs> but the vibes, the, the, the vibes, the vibes are dope. <laughs> Looks no, I amazing. Agree. I fully agree. Yeah. <laughs> food? 
It's okay. It's alright. It's alright. <laughs> I thinking. I'm thinking back, and like it really is just okay. It's just because for it's me, not, it doesn't blow you away. You're like, not like you know what? Yeah, like, that was incredible. You, you won't leave. They be like, God, Diana, yeah. <laughs> And that was I'll, really I'll, nice. I'll, I'll, that's the spot, and you can go with your girl. Because <laughs> yeah. it's also it's it's a great place to vibe, man. Have a day. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, and it's you and know, it's, and it's booked. So if you get a spot, and, and you're like, oh, this nigga, this nigga, oh, call day. <laughs> <laughs> you made the phone call. Come on, that for me. So, yeah. I I think aren't a lot, but the ones that are there, really, They're really good. good. Yeah. Also, uh, prone, shout out to Pronary, man. You guys, just what's about. this? Pronary. Who's this? Um, Rosebank. Mal- yeah, that that, yeah, that Rosebank when you're about to like, turn into um. Ilovo Ilovo side oh, The corner yeah. There's a corner place there, uh-huh. Right there Wow guys amazing. Uh, It's very expensive But amazing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It's like It's very it's, expensive There's some gems And you know how I know There's some gems It's because there's A lot of white people In Jobo <laughs> like, They know They know <laughs> The places That white people Walk to uh, From their houses <laughs> just to get like a, a, a quick lunch yeah. <laughs> those places are the gems we're even going now there's a place um, El Contadino yeah yeah the corner yeah, yeah. That's, that's some of the best pasta I've had in Joburg uh, damn I feel like pasta really yeah let's go there <laughs> that place has one of the best pasta it's one of the best pasta I, I, I even took my mom Mm. <laughs> and, my, and my mom was like, I've never had pasta this good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really good stuff. Yeah, like, it's like quality, quality stuff. And you know, and we don't always get that. But mm. the gems, like, it's it's the Craig Halls, but it's like the corner yep. yeah, yeah. place there <laughs> yes. where there's not a single black person inside. Yes. That's the bad. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> Go there. Uh, what do you think of Joburg's art scene? What which which part of like isn't like like visual arts like fine yeah. arts? Um, <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I'm not into it, but I don't know much about it, so I, I really don't know how it's doing. But I'm personally not into. I'm not into. Um, Were you into theater before? Like, um, I actually love theater. I just didn't make an effort to go. But I like when I go to a theater show. I'm like, wow, this yeah, is I, great. But I've, I don't make the effort to go. I just used to mm. go because I, I I like the girls in theater. Oh, right. yeah, nyaki. Oh wow! Yeah, and did you actually like enjoy it? It's it dope. It's, it's a great amazing, experience. man. Uh-huh. Like, but you know, you know what it is? I never know when the show is. I never yeah, know. You have to actually dig to yeah, find like, information. You have yeah. it's, it's, you have to be a fan. Yeah, know? like oh, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. kind of purple. Yeah, live from. You don't know. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, these you have to really... also because it's. It's a, it's a wild thing that these things have their own markets. Yeah, they do. Yeah. People know about these things. Those who know know. Yeah, like, do, it's a it's its own community. Yeah, like, yeah, and these like, things these shows sell out. You like, but do, I feel like man, all do. of us are part of some type of community. What community are you in? Definitely. <laughs> you said that like it was a cult. Community, <laughs> 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 who you repping? Who's feeding you your information? <laughs> I think lockdown changed everything, man. But before that, definitely like hanging out with entrepreneurs only. Oh, that's yeah. a thing. <laughs> no, like 
it, it just sort of happens oh, that yeah. everyone that you no, like, you don't realize that that those are things that people do, you know. And it's not even like you an intentional. Not even thing. like you're saying I'll mess with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it just, it just comes together again. Oh like, no, <laughs> no nine to five is close to. <laughs> we eat, we no. sleep, we grind. <laughs> no, it just happens so organically. You just end up with those just, people. Like, just, oh, yeah, yeah, we share experiences. To and yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we share did, these experiences. Did you guys do like a thing together at the Hive? No, it was his thing. Yeah. It was his ah, baby. He sure. did a thing. Oh. And I was just like part of it. But he did Crazy. the thing. <laughs> that was cool. You know, man, she was always doing things. Okay, so it was entrepreneurs now. Now what, what is it? I, I barely hang out with anyone that's not my girlfriend, bro. Damn. Like barely. Maybe friends um, for a lunch or something like that. But yeah. like strangers. Because I feel like um, a lot of my job actually included just meeting and hanging out with total strangers before the lockdown, like um, hosting entrepreneurship events. You'll literally spend, you know, six, seven hours just talking to someone about what they're doing. And like, they're just so happy to do it because no one ever wants to listen, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so those kinds of situations, like before, but now it's like, it's a rare thing to happen. Like I actually want to start doing meetups again, like podcasters and content creators. Let's just, just hang out and the weird thing is now i just don't know where the where the landscape is where people are mentally emotionally like i feel like you could always tell before whether or not people would be willing to do certain things but yeah right now it's just i can't maybe i'm i feel like i also feel like i'm losing touch with like the energy like I, i can't tell where people, what people want to do but right now. Is that healthy for you as Mushuru? Is that, is that is, do you enjoy that? Not, not being able to tell. Yeah. Like mm. feeling a little disconnected where you're in control of like your energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like your space. Like Definitely. That. Definitely. But also like that stuff energizes me in some ways okay. as well. Right. So like, yeah, maybe you want to test out like, a few meetups or whatever because like I feel like yeah that would be good what communities are you guys part of? I only on me I don't know YouTube gaming I mean, I mean yeah, I, yeah I do yeah. a lot of gaming I like the do you guys actually hang out though? oh no as, as in the people I game with yeah nah we actually don't see each other often I know them I've, it's I, all I've virtual met, I've met them but we don't chill often but mm. I've met some cool mm. people through gaming yeah, I'm, I'm definitely just I guess music scene because I like I DJ, but I, it's so wild. I haven't like been to events like that. Yeah, because it's such a different experience. Because <clears throat> playing and going to an event is two different things. Mm. As much as it is with hosting, I think I see a lot of DJs go together to think, and I'm like, that's dope. I think it's an excitable thing to do. Mm. It's also a really training thing to do. I've, I've, I, I've been enjoying so much solitude. Mm. Myself, I think my my community is my friends now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like that's always your first community. Yeah, like that's like I I, I I like, and then everything else is like I just feed off whatever I, I guess I I need to. And other communities like sports, running, like I, I love the yeah, running sports, community. Yeah. Movies, mm. you know, like movies. There is yeah. a small community. But whatever yeah. community it is that I attach myself to, that that that, that I also then relate to, that's that becomes my community. You mm. know, music will always be inherently like my community, whether I DJ or not. Mm. You know, 
But yeah, that's something. What do you feel about like uh, South Africa's music, like where we are right now? I think we're in probably the best place, best ever. I'm a piano. I'm a piano. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful genre, <laughs> amazing genre. It's our sound. Um, yeah. It is our sound, and it's amazing. And it's everyone, really, it's, ev- it's and a, everyone wants yeah. to learn it. And everyone wants, or not everyone, besides the European. Europeans mm-hmm. want go, but um, <laughs> it's like a really good genre. Yeah, and the turnout rate for it is it's ins- the volume is scary. <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> the guys don't sleep. It is <laughs> scary. I think we're probably one of, mm-hmm. one of the best music players we've been in a long yeah. time because of the appeal we have now. Because mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the, the Nigerian scene. You know that sound. We have, we that, have that now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it. Like you, you, you literally <laughs> like you, you hear a beat, you're like, Oh, this must be South African and you're like, Oh, this, yeah. this is Sandal <laughs> <laughs> from America. You know, or whatever. But, so. but yeah, hip hop is taking a hit though. A big hit in this. Oh no. Oh it's that bad. Oh no man. Like it's kinda I realized the other day that the new A. Reese album was the first South African album I'd listened to in the last three years. And it's, and, and the A. Reese, yeah. The A. Reese album was the first time in a while where I saw a hip hop album get a lot of attention on social media. No, man, that album was. Where like people, where people are like, yo, okay, this guy dropped this. album was insane. No, like, but A. Reese is like crazy dope, man. Uh, and I thought it was so wild that he had like this very different relationship with social media than most celebrities yeah. do. Where he literally will tweet once in six months, and he's, I'm like, um, "What the hell like, is and that?" He's like that in person. He's like an really. He's like an enigma. Very just into introvert. He is like an enigma. Like yeah. Aries keeps himself so much like an isolation, even to his fans. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I remember, his fans love him. I, I'd hear something that because I, 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 there was a time I was like I was getting heavy into Aries, and I was like. And I've never seen an Aries show. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him promote a show. Like, it's very rare. Mm. But apparently what he used to do, he'd have, like, cryptic Instagram posts. And people would just know where he is. And they'd just pull up. Dude, and his fan tag. base is mad. <laughs> they show up for him, bro. It's crazy. This dude's numbers... Yo. Are ridiculous for yeah. a, a South African rapper. Independent South African This is insane. You know, you know. What do you? How do you feel about where South Africa is? Um, I don't want to say movies because we don't really make that many. Yeah, we don't have an industry. Um, <laughs> for movies, right? For movies, yeah. But we have a television industry. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we have what do you think? Like, where are we there? Like, um, unfortunate. I can't add any value to this because yeah. my TV literally is Netflix. And Showmax, which means I curate everything. I never see anything that someone is actually trying to show me. Yeah, we. It's funny because we have my, my bosses. We're having this conversation about that, and it's technically not in a good place because obviously we are very tele, a lot of telenovelas. It's like that's mm. our formula, you know. So mm. if actors want to have a steady job, they kind of have to join like these big telenovelas and that kind of diminishes their limits as actors. Mm. Now that's why it's hard to distinguish whether an actor is really good or really bad because you can't really blame them anymore. Sometimes they put in a situation <laughs> where they're not given the time. You know, I always used to be like, actors are bad, actors are bad and then I'll see the same actor somewhere else in a 
maybe healthier environment and they're acting really well. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's the directors and the production. Mm. It's not being given the time. They've been confined, you know, like, and you made an example about um, Tuso, Tuso Mbed. She just mm. became a lead actor in an American Amazon original directed by Barry Jenkins. Mm. But we would, what, what situation in South Africa would show, would, would show us her capabilities to get that job? You know, mm. it was, oh, it it was such exist. a it was such a leap because if she's mm. if Tuso was on like telenovela, you'd be like, oh, she's alright. You don't you're not realizing that she can actually act. But where's the opportunity mm. for her to you know to to actually show her chops? And yeah. she goes to America, she gets a role, which mm. is a huge. We don't we don't realize how big that is. A South African getting an American lead role. Think about the thousands of Americans who auditioned for that role, and he and then she got the job. Mm. So now we don't. We, the leap is huge for us because it's like we don't know how far she can take it, but. You know, she was given a space in America to do that, and now she's a lead. Mm. So we're not in a good place. If that answers your question, what would you say? Like, how how does it compare to like what's happening on online platforms, especially YouTube? Like, do you see a lot of original shit happening that's like very original to us specifically? Like on YouTube? Yeah. Not really. As in talking about YouTubers. Yeah. Not really, but we're in a good place though. On YouTube, we're in a better place. YouTube and essays is in a great place, but um, I'm not seeing that. But it's still in a good place. Like there's a like, there's a high volume of YouTubers now, and mm. it's crazy. Who are doing like crazy well? They have like big numbers, so it compares very differently. So like when you guys were starting out, I remember watching Ooh. like painful. <laughs> nobody. Broke niggas. <laughs> nobody. When you guys put the camera in the fridge. And you're like opening and closing the fridge. I remember thinking, this is the fucking coolest shit I've ever seen. Man, that's what we were thinking. <laughs> this is going to bang. Oh my God. And then it takes a photo. It takes a photo. I'm like, keep that. Keep that in the edit. Because when you have a Canon and you take a photo while doing a video, it'll freeze frame and just continue. And I'm mm. like, that's pretty cool. And just keep that. Yeah, man. Like, you felt the same way, man. Mm. I, You know, when. When we stopped YouTubing and I was seeing all the YouTubes coming up, I always said some of the most average shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and not that it was bad or whatever. I just the type of YouTube you know what it was gonna be. Mm. With broke niggas, today it's a fridge, tomorrow mm. it's a it's, boot. Yeah. <laughs> the next day yeah, it's yeah. another like something. Yeah, mm. like there was always a, a, a thought and a care. A gimmick. That's like, yeah, mm. you know, we're going inside a bathroom. Yeah, we're going to see what we can do in here. Yeah, like, isolated. <laughs> when we're just having conversations, how do we have these conversations? Mm. Yeah. And I'd look at YouTube, it, it'd be like a formula. My life. Um, yeah, there's a template. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there was a South African template. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And when people would try to do... Something different. Like, like a broke nigga. I remember kind of who are those dudes from Pretoria? Um, not JR and Echo. It was it was other dudes where they tried to have like something like like kind of like like their lives, mm. you know, um, and it just it would come across, but it, it wouldn't fully land. It wasn't landing. Yeah, because we had seen something like this before, mm. right? It's also about the intention. Yeah, like what is the int- what are you trying to gain from this? Mm. For us. Mm. I'll never forget the first episode. I'm like, how many views do you want to have? Mm. And he was like, 20. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, V, that's like, that's like, like so low. And that episode, I think in a week, did like a hundred. Mm. Whatever. 
that was a big deal for me at the time. And we were like, what? Oh no. 100 views, like, what? Man. The first time people are listening to my podcast, I was like, what the hell? That stuff means something to me. Why would you take the time to even do that? That's, I think it's terrible, but... That's, you know. the, that's the problem with the social media space right now. Is that when I was getting 20 views, I was like, man, this is dope. You were happy, man. Now there's so much pressure. There's YouTubers everywhere. So the, the kid getting 100 views is like, man, I suck. Because <laughs> he's surrounded, he's surrounded by yeah, the noise, movies, man. man. YouTubers is a lot of us now. There was there weren't that many of us back then, so it's like, man, twenty is dope. Like, wow, this is cool. No one is gonna, no one's gonna laugh at us for getting twenty views. Or like, this is the, fine. I think the nice thing about podcasts is that no one knows anyone's numbers, so you can pretend mm. to be successful for a very long time. Branded, you know, packed. <laughs> that's, that's actually I, that's a great thing, though. Think about YouTube. It's transparent, bro. Yeah. I'm going to see that you got 20 yeah, views. Yeah, the numbers are dwindling here. Right? <laughs> like, damn, but I, mean, I always say that whenever you start something, don't stop. Mm. That's the key. Don't ever stop. Like <laughs> Never stop. Mm. Yeah. Like, like, if you thinking, because of who I am, because of what I'm trying to do, if I drop a YouTube channel or, or whatever, or an episode... A certain number that I want. If I don't get this number, if I was planning to do twenty episodes, I'm gonna do ten. Do that twenty. Mm. Mm. Just do it. Yeah, I think one of my biggest issues with, with YouTubers locally is the length in videos. Yeah. What do you mean? Thirty minute videos too long. I'm not watching The Sopranos. It's too long. <laughs> yeah, the duration is a bit shaky in essay. Because I, I literally saw someone. It's just 47 minutes I'm like dog I can watch, watch I, I, I can watch The Sopranos <laughs> Yeah yeah story, I literally story, story time I'm like <laughs> I'm not giving you yeah, 47 minutes Of my time, time. Yeah yeah Dedicated It's too much time And I don't, a lot of YouTubers don't, don't realize We're that. in a country Where a lot of people Don't have access To watching your video For 47 minutes I can't Because I have Wi-Fi at home mm. Someone you would, who would really have A care In what you're saying Is not going to watch you For 47 <laughs> minutes because their data plan doesn't allow <laughs> for that to yeah. happen. Mm. They can sneak in a, a 10 minute. Maybe 15. Maybe 15. Mm. As soon as I see 21 minutes, I'm like, you're crazy. It's too long, man. <laughs> it's too Unless long. it's maybe like a very interesting interview. It's too long. What do you think? Uh, what else do you think people are doing wrong? I think that. Um, On YouTube. Yeah, I think there's like um, not enough experimentation, man. Cool. I can name one thing South Africa are doing wrong on YouTube. Trying to be funny. <laughs> Stop trying to be funny. That's just, just, yeah, man. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no, they do it like a story times with, um, there's always this forced humor, you know. It's just like, no, nah, it's not that funny. <laughs> you know, I think that, that trying to actually be funny can be a problem because it's so visible. Yeah. It's so visible. It's like when you watch them, it's like what you were saying, like when people, you can see a vlogger is being authentic or when you can see when a vlogger is performing. And I think I like, the reason why we, we never performed this because we just never thought it would go anywhere. So it's like, just do, you know what I mean? But mm. when a vlogger's performing too much, you can feel, you can actually feel that, nah, this is not, doesn't feel too real right now. Mm. And you can tell when a vlogger's being honest, like, man, this is my, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm really doing, this is what I'm really feeling. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you're trying to perform or fill a gap, but through performance, it doesn't land as well as you think. It's very visible. We can notice that stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah so. Do you think, um, so there's this uh, TED talk that I always watch and I rewatch it a lot because, it talks about genius, right? Like, um, as just something that comes and visits you um, and helps you complete a certain project or, or a piece of work that one time and then leaves 
right? And then it just keep you build this relationship with genius in that way. So it's not just something that comes from yourself, but like it's something that comes yeah. in and out of your life. Can you like name a point in your life where you probably were a genius at something? Damn. I would say, I would say YouTubing. Yeah. I mean, that was that felt like a very significant um, moment <laughs> for me. <laughs> which which period specifically? Just the whole experience. Yeah. I really felt like. I had something to say and I was saying it, you know, I was just like, Men's yeah. and broke niggas was... And it, yeah, and it actually opened up so many doors for me. Like, mm. even in the long run, you know, like, um, yeah, but I really, I was really feeling, like, it felt right more than anything. It, it didn't felt like I was a, I didn't feel like I'm smart, I just felt like, oh, this feels so right. Like, wow, this feels right. When I was editing, like, oh, this feels, oh, man, doesn't feel forced at all, it's just happening. Like, oh, wow, you know, and that was a great feeling when it's just... You, you're working at something but it's just happening it's almost like it's doing itself mm. I think that's genius like when you're doing something at a, that you believe is at a high level but it's just doing itself it's almost like sub unconscious to you but you're doing it mm. that's, that, that feels like genius you know, you know when someone's operating in that way and that's how I felt about my whole YouTube career like I was just like man I'm really doing stuff I like and it's like people like it but I'm not doing it because they like it. I'm doing it because I like it. They're just mm. jumping on that. Like that's. Just, I think that's when I just felt like that. Yeah. Mm. I, I felt like that when it was part of part of my life when I was still like doing poetry. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, you still like, poetry. Yeah. Um, because poetry for me was kind of like an escape when, when my dad passed on. Mm. Um, I just like a way to write. Mm. And I, I had a blog, the whole thing, and I just like write poetry like on on on, on an like a crazy occurrence and then I'd, I'd even landed like on like two anthologies mm. one international one local mm. right and then there was a point where I was like I feel like a any anything that I write is gonna land mm. um, posted it like you do the screenshots and people were so well receptive of that that's how people even knew me that's how people even followed me they're like mm. Chris Snow's nigga's a dope writer and that was like a, such a, one of my favorite periods in my life that I actually don't even speak about that much because when I got disconnected, people were kind of like, I think it's probably the same thing with men's is that, why did you stop doing that? Mm. I knew you for that reason. I've liked you for that reason. But now you're just like kind of like disconnected to it. Mm. And then you kind of like, and I think what a, a genius is or, or like whatever like that moment is, you can take whatever this thing is and adapt it to a different situation. Mm. And I think, like, when you are, like, a, a quote-unquote genius in something, you do it for a certain period of time, then you, you're you able to detach it and, and apply it somewhere else. Because mm. I think that's something that I take that creativity I know and apply it to, like, now strategy or whatever, like DJing to then express that type of creativity. Mm. So I think that period of my life, and probably the same with men's, is like it happened, but it's a very important place to be to then say, okay, I can then take this thing and then apply it elsewhere. What about you? I'm still trying to find it. You've had genius moments, but you don't even realize it. Probably. Yeah. Like even the meetup, the whole thing. That you was cool. You don't realize what you're doing, but it's, like, but it's so significant. 
I always felt your meetups. I, I always felt like people in Joburg didn't deserve that kind of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Joburg creatives are so undeserving. I think I think you should have done it in another province. They, they would have ate it up even better. <laughs> yeah, like you know, because I, I, even the hype thing, I was like, man, this is really cool. I don't think people in Joburg deserve this. <laughs> it's so significant. Like, nah. You should go somewhere where people actually eat this up, because you're doing a, you're doing like a lot, and there should be like ten of you, but it's like one of you, you know. And it's like the people will come and be like, oh yeah, yeah, we here. Oh, I mean, I'm this guy, but it's like you don't even realize how important this is. Where would you be if this didn't exist? Because now you get to be your best creative self because of this because this event. Like, where would you be? You know. So that's true. And Joba creatives don't deserve that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Joba creatives are spoiled. They're very spoiled. You know. I I agree. I do. Do you think it's worse in Cape Town? Yeah. I don't. Um, no. I think I think I, I think there's too much. Con- like I think it's a fight in Cape Town. Yeah, because it's smaller in Cape Town, right? It's, it's smaller. Like, it's smaller. Yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. smaller, and like, yeah. um, it's much smaller, and also like because of the what you mentioned earlier like it's very clicky mm. and that means that people are fighting a lot more to prove that hey i'm actually way better than say for example just hiring your friend sure. so it takes a lot more i think that yeah joe creators just feel like deserving of whatever and i, I, I don't even know who it was sorry um someone said like people in advertising believe they're like from the most important creatives ever and they want to do cocaine and they want to do all these things like you're just an advertiser just an <laughs> like relax, you're, relax. like you're not creating like <laughs> super bowl ads or whatever <laughs> just, just work at ogilvy yeah. bro <laughs> but even if you are why would you have that complex like, yeah like you know because advertising generally is just solving a problem isn't there satisfaction in solving the problem why do you have to like parade that <laughs> solve the problem <laughs> and you and you and you're good like you know that feeling when i've solved something i'm just like this is enough you know like this is fine <laughs> i don't have to tell anybody i even solved it. i just feel so good that i did it and that's what advertising should be you should be like invisible at your best you know like as a creative but so I don't get I don't get that complex too as well. I'm like, why y'all like this? It's so awkward. Like, <laughs> but I feel like uh, South Africa has a complex where people don't feel valued until they're famous for the thing that they do. Definitely, yeah, no. And I think we, that's we actually holding that. us back more than anything. You do have that. Like yeah. the doctors want to be famous, the lawyers want to be famous, the yeah. trainers want to be famous, the, the, the dentists, the chefs want to be famous. are <laughs> the famous, chefs, the yeah. dentists are fa- like everyone wants to be famous for the thing that for they're the doing, thing, and yeah. it's never enough that you're actually super successful. It's yeah. You're super successful in the thing that you're doing, but people need to know it. But people need to know it so that you know it. And I think that's like <laughs> such a broken way of thinking it about is, anything. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's a dangerous way to think. You know? It doesn't make you feel good as a person eventually. I can't. Oh, yeah, so. I can't. No, guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it so much. Eh? What, what, is, what, is this, what, cool. is, what is this? What is this? What is this podcast called? Just <laughs> <laughs> started the podcast. Like, <laughs> you don't even know the name. Like, damn. I was on. Uh, what was on again? That's what you be saying. Like, like. Oh, no. <laughs>